0: just get the that's the one okay scroll down a bit yeah I just got some bullet points for us to to talk about it doesn't matter if we if we fuck things up we can just pause and edit yeah hi
1: how are you yeah cool so I just talk a little bit louder yeah
2: yeah perfect grant, grant stewart you grant can stewart. also
1: just talk sideways into it should work i guess okay I'm a bit sideways today myself so <laughs> that's fine beautiful okay ready to go I yeah i think i should be that camp because i won't be able to keep that up <laughs> you just
0: do, you can just talk normally. Just, talk normally just talk normally just have just, just get grant. in grant 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 grant
1: grant stewart my normal voice but a little bit more and we'll, we'll
0: all be in character as well so yeah. it makes yeah. it easier
1: troy and alex, alex. So so Get Alex Howard. A bit a fog on the glasses.
0: Older. Eric <laughs> All right. Welcome to this week's edition of Right Ideas. I'm joined by Alex Howard and Grant Stewart to discuss former socialist PM Kevin Rudd's spectacular assault on freedom of speech and the ICAC fiasco which has unfolded in New South Wales. Welcome, Alex and Grant.
1: Thanks for uh, having me on again, Troy. Yeah, thanks for uh, putting me on the podcast.
0: Beautiful, more than welcome. So let's get straight into it, mm-hmm. Kevin Rudd. I mean, what an incredible move from the former socialist PM of Australia. Um, this is this is clearly a, a political attack from the left on you know the free thinking um, press in Australia, with um, you know led by Rupert Murdoch. Obviously, he's just an owner. He has very little actual day to day involvement with the papers. He just happens to be a successful businessman and. Um, cops a lot of hate from the left because of it but uh, what do you guys make of this move this this bold move to sign a petition um done from his youtube channel hosted in his kitchen in queensland i mean it really just reeks of a socialist takeover doesn't it
2: well look i think you're being a bit extreme that's right look i think part of it is the socialist takeover yes but part of it is also just that this kevin rudd fellow you know He's uh, he's had his time in the sun, and now you know he got disgraced. He got absolutely shamed, and now he's uh, you know he's he's missing the limelight. He's people are forgetting about him, and he, he just wants to come back and you know get some more media attention. I mean, he's he's just um,
1: yeah, he's just thirsty for the for the limelight. I think if you hark back to twenty thirteen, and even uh, two thousand and was it eleven? Uh, Tanner, mm. yep mm. whenever it was when he lost to uh, Julia Gillard he could never accept blame ever no. and I think this is another attempt to whitewash history and say that it wasn't my fault that I lost the election it was Murdoch's fault he's bitter
0: yes and it's 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 very very hypocritical given that he completely kissed the ring in 2007 he um oh, yes. he was very close with Murdoch they were you know uh, there was those famous photos of them shot together in the streets of New York, uh, planning out his uh, how the media was going to sp- um, spin him in that campaign. So it is quite hypocritical for him to now come out and attack Murdoch all these years later. Perhaps is he lining up for another stint at the leadership? He'll Maybe he'll try
2: and knife, knife Albanese in the back. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's such a viper, isn't he? Um, and, you know, he's just uh, intellectually vacuous as well i mean a petition what's that ever gonna do and uh, murdoch as you say he doesn't it's not murdoch i mean he doesn't really do anything he's too old he probably just sits on the on the couch and um you know and makes money um i i can't see oh, it's this one old man you know controlling the the whole media as is the you know lunatic left-wing narrative
0: that's right. And fundamentally, this boils down to another issue of freedom of speech. And if there's one thing that the left hates, it's freedom of speech. And, um, you know, when you when you look at the papers that Murdoch owns and runs, uh, such as Sky News, The Australian, that is our, tr- our most trusted source of news. You know, they've been straight with the facts on things like climate change when there's been all this alarmism and, and all of this carry-on that's it's really been sort of whitewashed by that um Cultural Marxist agenda, it's it's only really the shining light of the um, news limited empire that has kept Australia from uh, this rabid social social turnover that we've seen affecting um, the the um, European Union and look what's happening over there.
1: And I think as well because uh, ABC is still rating very high and obviously that's for Labor and the Greens. So in order to have balance. Newspapers aren't as widespread these days. It's good to have, a, a, a you know, just a, a logical view out there.
0: That's right. That's right. And, and, I mean, the irony is, is that the ABC and the SBS, to a, a lesser degree, are taxpayer funded. And, you know, the, the actual reliable information comes from the
2: free market. Yeah, well, that's that's what I that's what I see. I mean, it's not just an attack on freedom of speech, but it is an attack on the freedom of the free market. I mean, if uh, if Kevin Rudd had his way, then ABC would be the only, you know, news source out there. We'd be living in North Korea. Precisely, and you know, if you are an enterprising businessman, you know, you got a, a a good head on your shoulders, and you know, you're good at, at networking, um, and you, you know, climb your way up the, the r- social ranks and you build this business from the ground up, you put in your, you know, your hard work, your blood, sweat and tears, and now you've got little old Kevin Rudd coming out and saying, you know, that we, we're going to abolish everything you've worked so hard oh, for. I know, it's just disgraceful, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and there's a reason why he's so successful. There's a reason why he owns seventy percent of the print media in Australia, supposedly, and that's because he he prints reliable, fact-based information, and has excellent commentators like, you know, Miranda Devine, Andrew Bolt, Alan Jones, uh, people that really um, know how to speak to mainstream Australians.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: None of these condescending sort of Paul Barry types. You know, they've got, they've got real genuine um, reporters with, with grit and that are straight-talking. And, I mean, it's, it's just a, a disgrace that a former prime minister would use his position to try and interfere with, with something like that.
2: Yeah, and on the Paul Barry thing, I mean, his job is essentially just to, to hate on, on Sky News and, um, you know, all the wonderful reporting they do. And here's Paul Barry, who's probably making, you know, half a million, possibly even a million dollars on a crazy salary just and to... Taxpayer
1: funded, ta- might I add. Tax pa- ta- taxpayer
2: funded. Our money,
0: our hard-earned money going to fund. And I did, I did see somewhere, I'm not sure if this is true, but uh, that um, Media Media Watch was the most expensive show in Australian television to produce. So he is the most expensive host per minute of um of airtime Mm.
2: so and they only do what one episode a week yeah 15 minutes 15 minutes half a million dollars that's
0: socialism for you (laughs) 15 minutes taxpayer money to get some git like paul barry running off his mouth where you have you know the hard-working commercial uh, radio stations who are who are pumping out genuine content you know with sky Mm. news 24 7 um and it's it's just, you know, trying to take us to sort of dictatorship-level things. And I, I'm sure Dan Andrews will be very happy with this petition.
2: Oh, absolutely. He's probably signed it 20 uh-huh. times. He probably has, hasn't he? Yeah, and I just think, you know, look, Kevin, you've been kicked out. You're pathetic. You've done nothing great and, he, and good. And now you're coming back and you're trying to you know, get back in with this... Um, pathetic uh, petition, just stay out of it, mate. You're old news. Yeah, he he wants his day in
0: Parliament again.
1: Just looking at the numbers here, he's got about 340,000 at the time of recording signatures, and he thinks that's a lot. He thinks 340,000 people a week watch a TV program on the ABC. Yeah, You know? That's pretty low numbers. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, considering we are a country of 25... Million people. I mean, I, I imagine that the other, you know, twenty four point seven million what's Sky News.
2: Uh-huh, absolutely, it's a, it's a drop in the ocean compared to you that's know, right the rest of us. So yeah, I really think that you know, politicians should just just throw this one in the in the waste basket. And I'm sure they will. I'm sure Scott Morrison will have nothing to do
0: with that. He's far too sensible leader to be distracted by, you know, these little plays by former politicians.
1: Well, how much would a royal commission cost? Uh, That would
0: be another big big waste of taxpayer money. Probably millions millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars again. Um, So just these discussions are just ridiculous and
2: um, quite quite frankly insulting to the taxpayer. It's interesting as well because Turnbull came out against Murdoch after, you know, what was it, just this year recently. You know, it's funny how these guys, they they get kicked out. They feel, you know, pathetic. Um, I know I keep on repeating that word, but it's just so fitting. Um, You know, they feel sidelined and, uh, you know, they're like the the kid in the corner. Now they're coming out and and lashing out. That's right. I mean... We've got to wonder,
0: you know, what what are the agendas with these people? Are they going to? Is Turnbull going to make another tilt to get back into Parliament too? I mean, that's the only thing he has in common with um, Kevin Rudd. It's just being, you know.
2: Yeah, maybe he'll join Labor.
0: Maybe he will. I well, mean, he was was a bit of a commie when it come to when it comes to climate change, uh, old Malcolm yeah. Turnbull, mm. green el- energy, and all that rubbish.
2: Well, yeah, you know, and I just think Rupert's such an easy target. You know, he's just. Old and, and people seem to hate him. Yeah, I people, mean, people always hate
0: successful people. No,
2: yeah. Especially the left. Very true.
0: Mm. Yeah. And on to the other big news of this week um, sensational revelations coming out of ICAC, the ICAC New South Wales Independent Commission Against Corruption. But really, this boils down to a bunch of unelected bureaucrats just absolutely trashing the reputation of our gold standard premier in New South Wales. Um, They're completely unaccountable to anyone. They're investigating some alleged corruption against another MP, and here they are delving into the private life of a very sensible and private person in uh, Gladys Berejiklian. And it's just that the amount of damage that that uh, hearing has done to her political brand is irreparable, in my opinion. Um, And it just goes to show that we can't have these unelected, unaccountable bodies... Running around, digging around into people's personal lives for everyone to see—it's just a big fiasco. I mean. Oh
2: yeah, if we're gonna have a royal commission, I mean, ICAC, what is it? You know, it's uh, it's just going around ruining careers, costing us millions. Um, yeah, all taxpayer-funded, possibly mm-hmm. even billions. And uh, what have they actually achieved? And, well, it's not a
1: court. It's there's, they basically have idea that if they get out there that you know these new idea style headlines and just trash someone's character that it you know it'll just stick
0: that's right well it it seems to be working I mean uh, poor old Gladys she's she's sticking strong and she has had some support from um, from some sections of the media she's had um, a lot of sympathy for the fact that she's a woman which um, I don't necessarily agree with but um, it she's. Based on merit. It's based on yeah. I mean, if it was if it was a man in the same position, there's no there's just no way that you know the media would even be commenting on the sex. So I think that is a big big distraction, and um, you know it's 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 just a very very sad situation oh, yeah. uh, to watch unfold here in New South Wales after such a fantastic job with you know the coronavirus compared to Adolf Andrews. I mean, she's she is, as Scott Morrison says, the gold standard of premiers.
2: Absolutely, and it is just so rare these days. Well, it's so rare, just in general, to find a, you know, a, a woman with the, those sorts of
1: strong leadership skills. And let's not forget, she got the light rail done. Yeah. West connects. Yep. Um, she done. Uh, she's done very well. With a lot of other transport projects, and so. they just want to smear a very good person. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah, and she's she's um, privatized a lot of a lot of the inefficient bureaucracy, taken off the mm. strain from the New South Wales taxpayers. She privatized mm. the grid. Um, she's building us a brand new stadium too. It's just she's just mm. fantastic resume there as as Premier of New South Wales, and now now we risk someone like Barilaro taking over. I mean. I don't know if I don't know if I'd if I'd trust him with managing the state of New South Wales. Trust him more than Jodie McKay. Well, yeah, I mean, but there's n- let's let's be real. People in New South Wales are far too sensible to vote in someone like Jodie McKay.
2: Well, I don't know, you know, this whole thing reeks of politics and I think, you know, Labor could be behind uh, oh, probably a lot of this. Um yeah, the
0: maybe Kevin Rudd too.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, he's He's behind a lot of this crap. Yeah, out. you know who
0: else is behind it all? Friendly Geordies. He's he's be, he had an interview with Kevin Rudd last week. I didn't watch it.
1: Did he? Yeah. I I caught a few minutes of it. Oh dear. It's trash. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. Crap.
0: So this is this is what probably Kevin Rudd's alternate suggestion would be. You know, give give twenty percent of of Rupert's hard earned empire to Friendly Geordies. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what a joke.
1: Oh,
2: I can't stand him.
0: Yeah, what a what a smug little git!
1: It's like his videos are a video version of kids' crayon drawings. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great way of putting it. I mean, when you compare that to you know the the well-researched um, and brilliant, brilliant work on Sky News, you mm-hmm. know, like what what do you have? Friendly Geordies ran to get a camera for for twenty minutes, or you know, Andrew Bolt putting out well-reasoned arguments, uh, defending brilliant conservative ideas. I mean. I mean, I know, I know what I'd prefer, and I know what Kevin Rudd prefers, but I think that's a, that's a bigger issue for the Australian people.
1: Mm. And if you notice, he never talks to any of the heavyweights. He'll uh, speak to Kevin Rudd, Jody McKay, but he'll never actually speak to Alan Jones or go actually debate a liberal.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, he's probably scared of them because his ideas wouldn't stack up. I mean, I, I'd love to see an argument between him and... Um, alan jones i think alan would would wipe the floor with him
2: oh, absolutely i mean he's uh, maybe we
0: should set that up
2: <laughs> oh, what a great idea you know he's just all, all right memes. Idea. there's no statistics there's no his arguments are um always so weak and yeah he, he it's all totally scripted as well so he sort of sets it up in a way that that makes him look uh intelligent but um he probably doesn't write that stuff himself probably doesn't come up with it he's probably it's, got some it's probably kevin rodd coming up with it
1: uh, well it's all it's so always much. just the same abc guardian uh cherry-picked lines from news articles already available that's right i it's mean lazy yeah. left lazy journalism <laughs> that's right
0: yeah i mean that's enough that's that's enough on 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 that piece of garbage let's return back yeah. to to the icac um the 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 thing that concerns me is now you have people on the left who are now very excited by this result, excited by their big victory, and there's going to be an inevitable big push for a federal ICAC. And could you imagine the damage that a federal ICAC would do, a taxpayer-funded federal ICAC could do to our great country? I mean... Oh.
1: It would be targeted at conservatives
0: that that's for sure they they, would, they they wouldn't really investigate the labor party would they i mean it depends who you, who you put on it obviously and how you how you allow the investigations to um, take place but i mean the, they want to, like the new south wales one i imagine it would be above the rule of law above fair process and it would walk all over the presumption of innocence uh, as we've seen in New South Wales. And it's just a, it's just a bit of a um, an airing of dirty laundry for some kind of grotesque political um, reality TV show. I mean, who cares who Gladys Berejiklian is having sex with? I mean, I don't. I don't r- particularly want to think about it. No. It's none of our business. It's not the public's bi- uh, business. It's not the ABC's business. It's not Friendly Geordie's business who... The Premier chooses to share a bed with.
1: And when have you ever seen conservatives dig up the sex lives of people on the left? It doesn't happen.
0: Except for Bill Clinton.
1: Well. <laughs>
2: well.
0: well, he's not. He's, he's hardly on the left anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, well, you look at who's pushing for this federal ICAC crap, and it's the Greens, you know, and Labor, of course. So they, they'll come up with some, um, you know, horrible scheme and uh try and get it try and get it through and and i can just see it yeah really um c- clamping down on on uh the, the conservative leadership yeah i mean uh
0: i i feel confident that that morrison and his government won't um fall steep down to those lows and um You know set up a federal ICAC but who knows the way things are going if kevin rudd gets his way and labor get in the next election then maybe maybe we will have to see a federal ICAC
2: yeah well you know i think we should just aim for small government you know none of these ICACs none of these these bodies and these commissions and these you know
1: these silly things you know just we already have the federal police. They can just investigate those things, can't they? That's yeah, and they do, they do. Isn't that what the police are for? Mm.
0: That's right. If it's actual criminal conduct, then surely the police could and would get involved. But I don't see how anyone's sex life is criminal conduct or even remotely interesting, to be honest. And it's just, it is just, you know, unelected bureaucrats who are trying to get their their moment in the sunshine and... Um, t- Take down one of the best premiers in our country, probably the best premier in our country, for probably ideological purposes.
2: Oh yeah, and as you say, unelected, undemocratic, and un, you know, anti-freedom. Um, that's right. I mean, phone taps for
0: goodness' sake. This is not this this is another sort of North Korean esque um, mm. intervention on the on the part of ICAC.
2: I mean, George Orwell warned us he, about he this did, did, didn't he?
0: Did. Mm. Yep. It's crazy. What a crazy world we live in.
1: And let's not forget the ICAC slipped up and that yeah. evidence that was leaked online. And
0: guess who picked it up? The ABC and The Guardian.
1: Of course. No yes. standards.
0: Yes. Well, they, well other people might have picked it up, but they were the ones who told everyone, oh, we've got this secret recording of Gladys. You know, it's just another sort of attention grab from, from the ABC. Typical behaviour, and really, they should they shouldn't have disclosed that to the public. And if they do have it, they should delete it because yeah, yeah. there's a there's a court order out suppressing that information. And frankly, the whole trial of of Gladys's appearance in on Monday should have been done in private. It's there's really no excuse yeah. for this public exhibition of a premier's personal life, um, and we're just seeing now the damage that that's going to cause. And we'll see it in the future if Berjiklin has to resign or is. Somehow forced out of her position, we'll see the damage that this, uh, that an ICAC can do at a state level, let alone a federal level. So,
2: well, I just think it's funny that we throw billions of our taxpayer dollars at this ICAC, and they're so incompetent they they release these um these private private documents. Hmm. I know to go just goes to show how you know
0: ineffective government bodies are really. I mean, you'd know. You'd you wouldn't really have a private company leaking sensitive information like that. They'd have much better safeguards and controls in place if it was, mm. you know... Um, ever, or they wouldn't broadcast their meetings to the public like an ICAC would. It's just, mm. it's just so, you know, it's just so wrong that this is happening in New South Wales. And, um, let's just cross our fingers that this never, ever, ever happens at the federal level.
2: Well, mm. that's a thought, actually. Could you privatise ICAC? Well,
0: I mean, I don't think so. I don't think you would want to. It doesn't have
1: much legitimacy now, maybe. Um. Well,
0: it'll be open to the highest bidder, I suppose. And mm-hmm. um, Well, who's
1: know. making money out of this? That's the real question.
2: Mm. And I think it begins with L. The losers, the
1: latte sippers. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, Lots of L-
0: L's. L- <laughs> and I can think of another loser that starts with L the labor party hey. <laughs> 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 losers <laughs> and you know it is that loser mentality isn't it like we said before with kevin rudd being a loser calling a royal uh, calling for a royal commission into a, into a private company news corp i mean yeah. uh, it's it, it is just a cancer on our democracy well mm, i mean to use his own words against him
2: yeah mm. you look You look back at uh, well, just thinking about this loser mentality and looking back through history. Um, I actually, you know, have studied much history, and the loser mentality is most evident in the case. (laughs) It took (laughs) twenty-four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. Sorry. Good Um, job. Troy's showing memes (laughs) on his phone again. So you go on. Loser mentality. Okay, yeah. Go back to I've studied much history. Oh, just hold on. And take, retake in three, two, one.
2: Yeah, so I've really delved deep into the history books and um, it really rears its ugly head this loser mentality. In the case of, I mean, the obvious one is, of course, Adolf. <laughs> Adolf. Sorry. <coughs> you mean Adolf Andrews? <laughs> okay. Yeah, th- this... <coughs> <laughs> All right, should we start again?
1: Okay. All right, ready? Three, two, one.
2: So, I have actually delved deep into into history and and the history books, and... I think this loser mentality is really the most evident, um, in, in the classic case of Adolf, um, Andrews. (laughs) Well, I was going to say Hitler, but I suppose it applies to both, you know, he was kicked out of art school, obviously, you know, a lefty, um,
1: well socialist was in yeah. the party well man. well
2: the name is yeah national something socialist party and the germans lost the war you know there was that whole loser attitude and look what it turned into just something so um horrific that the nazis mm.
0: that's right yeah and um i mean we 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 are way away from that in australia but it only took a few years for you know for Hitler to come no, to power and you look at invade at Poland,
1: yeah. And, and if Murdoch's monopoly was broken up, yeah. Then how would that play? Because then the left would have control of more space and be able to get their words. We need to be able to protect that space. Yeah, we need the winners. Freedom of speech.
0: Yeah, we need the winners who who champion freedom of speech and free markets to to protect us from this. Um, you know, from the losers of history who always come back and try to, you know reassert themselves with a vengeance
2: well yeah just going back to my sort of education in the history side of things i think um just looking at today with the protests the student protests you know you look back at the nazi the pre-nazi era um and you just see pretty much the same thing i mean students out there protesting um yeah racial tensions yeah i mean they they were called brown shirts back ne- back then. now they're called blue hairs. Um, yeah. And perhaps, you know, Kevin Rudd, here he is. He's, he's standing on a little box and he's getting a few thousand... 340,000. Um, 340,000 340, signatures. I mean, this could be the new Nazism. Well, it is. It, it, it's, it's a
0: mix of Nazism and cultural Marxism. Nazism. Narxism, that's the new word. So, um, there we go. I've coined a new ti- term on right
2: ideas, Narxism. Marxism. Nar- I like
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah.
2: It. What do you actually mean by the social Marxism, when, Troy, when you um, mentioned that?
0: Well, it, it, it's a term that's come um, to be kind of regularly used um, in conservative discourse recently and academic discourse. And it refers to... Um, This polluting of debate, things like political correctness, where um, Marxism is thought of in traditionally economic terms, when people attack capitalism and freed markets and freedom in that way. But cultural Marxism is when you have political correctness and um, basically socialist plots taking over our culture and our thoughts. um, And it is embodied in political, political correctness and these radical movements which um, try and control the way that we think and speak and talk and, um, you know, do things like call for a royal commission into media ownership. And it's just, um, it, we us on, on the right always have to be aware of Marxism in any shape or form. And, I mean, they've lost the economic battle, but they're trying now to win the cultural battle And, you know, there will always be the Kevin Rudds there fighting that fight, the the side of darkness. And so we need to stand up for liberty, freedom and freedom of speech and, you know, not not bow down to these um, Marxist requests for royal commissions of taxpayer
2: money into private companies. It's just... Oh, absolutely. I mean, the political correctness really has gone mad. I mean, just being a white person now, you really feel... Um, Marginal. I mean, like, wh- do, where do are you the- even
1: say that anymore? You've just said you're white, and you sound pretty proud to be white. That would make you a target. Well, but you haven't said anything wrong.
2: I haven't even said anything really. I mean, you've just been born white. That's all I've done. And and look, it's as a, a rom- white wh- <laughs> as a white person, where are the role models? Where are the white musicians? Where are the white rappers and artists? Where are the and
0: Eminem, Eminem I- I- is a brave you
2: know, counter-cultural icon. So there's one. There's <laughs> one white rapper. Um, you know, where are the, the, yeah. um, the white celebrities? Every time I turn on the TV... It's funny that you mentioned rapping because I
0: actually, in, in a former life, I was pretty good at rapping. And I actually was um, starting a rap career and I encountered the most horrific racism af- as a white person. Well, well, well more reverse racism. And, you know, people would look down on me when I would get on stage and open mics and, you know, I'd be the only white person there. And with a, lo- a lot of, like, my friends in the industry, you know, respected my talents and um, really, really enjoyed my creative side. But uh, w- once I got on, on um, stage as a gig and most of my repertoire was pretty, you know, pretty gangster stuff. So I got on stage and said the N-word and
1: Uh, obviously finishing with an a
0: yes yes and i didn't realize that i was in front of an audience full of cultural marxists and i got violently pulled off stage Mm. and um basically i never rapped again from that moment and you know i can't i can't i couldn't really rap the type of music i wanted to rap without using that word and most of the time you know it was fine it's part of freedom of speech and a, an expression of, of my genre as an artist and,
1: and I'm assuming you used it in an, uh, like an affectionate sort of way Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just like a,
0: It's just a word It's just a word And it is It is a sort of part of, part of the, the genre And, you know, that, that's, that's another great example of, of cultural Marxism in real life That, that we have to deal with uh, on a day-to-day basis
1: And then they use buzz terms Like they'll say you're culturally appropriating Whose culture is rap? That's right Who? How can a culture own a music genre? It's a genre Yeah mm. We should be free to practice any art form we like
2: That's right Well, it's just censorship And I just got a very vivid flashback Back to my studies um, Of, you know, burning books Just a pile of burning books And, you know, standing around it Nazis
0: Yeah, well these days You'd have Kevin Rudd Friendly Geordie's Jodie Mackay, um, oh, no, and all, all of those all of those haters who pulled me off stage—they'll be standing there around a big bonfire of burning books, you know, um, chanting their little songs and um, trying to take us into some kind of dystopian 1984 type future.
2: Well, you know, if you say the wrong thing these days, basically you're you're gone, you're dead, mm. pretty yeah,
1: pretty much. And if we didn't have Murdoch's voice well, you know, his papers yeah, with critical thinkers, good journalists, being able to decipher inf- information, how would we know, you know, That's where right. the facts lie? Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: We are very lucky in Australia to have to have such good press, and um, I really hope that, you know, the, that they take the fight back to Kevin Rudd, and, um, mm. you know, I for one would sign a counter-petition against... Um, a Royal Commission, but I don't think there's any need because it's so ridiculous it's not going to get through Parliament.
1: Mm. Just yeah. on a quick note, I'm just reading a news story here that an essential poll finds that the majority still approve of Gladys Berejiklian mm. and Adolf Andrews. Now, I can understand Gladys. yeah, she's, she's never put a foot wrong until you know her choice of men, which that's her own private yeah. life. We're not going to go into that. But how... How does Daniel still, after that lockdown? I don't understand it. I mean, it
2: must be fake. Well, it's a Stockholm Syndrome. Um, Mm. And you can see this in, I've actually also looked at, well, studied fairly deeply psychology, the idea of the Stockholm Syndrome. And if you are locked in captivity with a, you know, a terrible murderer or a terrible person, you do start to feel... Strangely enough, and no one knows why, feelings of affection mm. towards your, your captor. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. And
1: is that why he was on the news every day with a presser, so that he's faced yeah. like Big Brother? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is Big Brother, isn't that's he?
2: That's a tactic. 100 press conferences reinforcing yeah. that Stockholm. Interesting. That's, that's
0: mm. a very, very uh, great take on that, Alex. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, as we're saying, the signs are there—the signs of populism, of you know, um, revolts. Look yeah. what's happening in the United States right now. I mean, the country's a big dumpster fire, and that's that's because of this, this cultural Marxism that's that's going on there. And you know, all all these protests, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement—it's um, mm. oh, just it's it's just sickening to watch.
2: And hopefully President Trump can, you know... Um, well, he's got to put the foot down. He's just got to send in the right squad. He's got to send in the military, frankly. Yeah. He's got to quell these extremes. Um, Clean extremists. it up.
1: Yeah. Clean the streets. Drain, drain the, the
2: streets, the
0: swamp. Yeah, drain the swamp. Mm. Yeah. And speaking of draining the swamp and Trump, uh, I've seen a really interesting um, piece of news this week and... Uh, it's to do with the Epstein and Maxwell trial, and um, it was looking at Epstein's flight logs in particular, the renowned pedophile, and every single person who was on Epstein's flight log, which includes you know, Bill Clinton, uh, a, n- a number of other Democrats, they've all come out and endorsed Joe Biden. So of all course. the pedophiles are endorsing Joe Biden.
2: Well, I mean, look at what Joe Biden has said um, about children, about, you know, that clip of him with the children, uh, talking about how children rub his legs. I mean, it's... Yeah, uh, it's he's always sniffing children's hair. I mean, that, that pedophile <laughs> ring, the Democrat, Democratic
0: pedophile ring uh, with, you know, Epstein right at the centre h- is definitely trying to peddle their influence to stop Trump's re-election. And that is that is for many people sort of the the, the the big good versus evil battle in America at the moment is this this evil satanic pedophile ring and um, the the Donald Trump light um, waiting for the big storm to happen where he's where he's going to go and arrest all of these um, you know pedophiles in the Democratic Party so you can see why they're trying so hard to stop his re-election.
2: Well, mm. if he, you know, if he doesn't get elect- if Joe Biden comes in, it'll be a great day for pedophiles and it'll be a terrible day for children. Mm. That's right. All over the country and in Mexico.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I said they'd be selling a lot more furniture online if that happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right.
2: Um, just one more thing just on the, uh, on the, Murdoch Press. You know, I've been really um <coughs> angered by all of these constant buzzes, notifications, emails, um, pop ups, ads, constant banners telling me from Google and Facebook, from YouTube, um, that uh, you know, this propaganda about how um you know, they're gonna they're gonna lose this whatever it is and i that just see them you know they're just trying to disrupt the free market um the redistribution you know because they have destroyed the free market in terms of the media mm. they are doing an absolute number on the free market and, and conservative you know, voices too the government yeah. morrison is absolutely right to step in and save well the freedom of the the market
0: yeah free market free speech is happening all over the world and and these companies are the same ones that are censoring donald trump Mm. and they're you know they've blocked his twitter account several times they've um, actively removed uh stories from google and youtube twitter all those all those sources especially uh this week as well the the big story about hunter biden and joe biden um that came from that laptop that was that was actually um produced by the FBI which had solid evidence on it that Joe Biden um was lobbied by Hunter Biden his son to um to get rid of a prosecutor who was looking into Burisma Gas a company that Hunter Biden was on the board for so um it's it, it is a global phenomenon right now and i'm sure um you know Joe Biden and Kevin Rudd are good friends
2: oh yeah I mean I Kevin have, I Kevin yeah well
0: Kevin would have been Prime Minister when um, Joe Biden was um, elected VP and in is, 2008.
1: Is that, that, is that why he wanted to go to the States to become the ambassador? Was that, that, was that, that that's the role he was after, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And well, he, maybe
0: maybe this is actually an elaborate pitch for him to to get his way.
2: Was he going to fly to the States in a certain private jet? Oh,
0: oh, maybe he's
2: on that log with
0: Epstein. We'll have to look into that.
2: Mm. No, yeah, yeah, he would be. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's sickening. Um, just the rise of, you know, the new Nazism. That the what what did we call it? The uh Narxism. narxism.
0: narxism. narxism. narxism.
1: Hashtag. Narxism.
2: Hashtag, narxism. hashtag narxism. Narxism. And I wouldn't be surprised if that word got censored. You know, as soon as this goes up, the algorithm's going to get that, and it's going to just push us right to the to the bottom. I mean, we have already released our first episode. Um, the other day, and it's just an absolute testament to how conservative media is is treated by the the algorithms online. Because we've uh, haven't even had one view, let alone. <laughs> 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 let's
1: um, start that again, and, uh, <laughs> and let's wrap. All All right, right. Ready, three, two, one.
2: Um, you know, and I just think it's. Uh, an absolute testament to the um, po- the political bias of the uh, political bias of the online algorithms um, in, in Facebook and Google and um, s- and other websites that um, we've just released our f- our first episode just a few days ago and we haven't even had one view. We're way down on the rankings. Um, brand new podcast, fresh, you know, conservative ideas. And, you know, here's all these friendly Geordies. How many views does he get? A thousand? Th- thousands, A few thousands every Two video. Thousands every yeah. video. Um, and here we are, brand new, fresh podcast, right ideas, conservative ideas, like, subscribe, and get, you know, the algorithm's going to censor us, but you guys, and I know you're listening, you've just got to hit that thumbs up button. That's right. Thanks, Alex. And with that, we'll wrap up.
0: Guys, we really appreciate your support for any listeners out there. Remember, keep the right ideas in In your your ears. ears.